the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. You can maximize your savings, navigate the stock market, and make retirement work for you and your family with a little help from Ted. This is Max Out Savings with Ted Gioka. Giving you the tools you need to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Good Saturday morning. This is Ted Gioka. The Max Out Savings Show is a show about savings and investments and uh, building up wealth at retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. (coughs) Excuse me. We want everybody to – I'm a little under the weather here. I think that's a delay. I think the delay is coming through the headphones. The – so uh, we got a ton of stuff to talk about on the show here today. We're going to be talk, talking some about about really uh, longevity risk, which is just a fascinating subject with to me. We're also going to be talking about uh, some hap- what's going on with the market here. Uh, we're going to be talking about some interesting the Snapchat IPO, which was just a fascinating situation. What's going on with the the interest rates? They've skyrocketed, in, uh, not skyrocketed, but the but the possibility of rate hikes have skyrocketed. And, and, and so I, I think uh, there's just really a ton of stuff to go over. I wanted to uh, – st- one of the things that's really nagging at me is this – is we've had a very good market here so far this year, uh, but uh, pretty much it's really been a push-up because of Donald Trump. And what really is bothering me is the level of – political discourse in the country seems to be really going off the charts, to put it nicely. And, and I, it really, it's, it's nagging at me that I, I think we're going to see some type of ch- change overall in um, in, in the, that's uh, going to hurt the markets in your retirement. The, I think what this is, is okay, it's a lag. The uh, And so, this is this is my big fear out there. I, I got to tell you is is that this discourse reaches is reaching such a level that it's it's going to affect your retirement. Think back to uh, Nixon with Watergate. Think back with Bill Clinton with impeachment. Think back with with other things out there where you just have huge turmoil. I, I don't think we're looking at an impeachment here at all. Uh, but but I do think we, we, it's almost like. Something is going on uh, behind the scenes and, and what was going to kind of be a smooth ramp up uh, for uh, the change, get rid of Obamacare, redo the tax code or ta- tax cuts, more fairly tax cuts. And then deregulation is turning into into just a, uh, a, a battle of attrition on both sides in with the idea of to take out any anybody, any close to the president and any if anybody helps the president they're going to be prosecuted persecuted and attacked in every form or fashion be it their cabinet members be it members of Donald Trump's family or be it be it just general supporters people in Hollywood anywhere they're going to pay a price and they're going to be taken down we have people come out they they have talks and they're attacked uh you know riots are ensuing and and it it, it is the closest thing that you really can see is really the 1930s in Germany. And, and, and the problem is it's not the Trump people shouting down the other side. It's not the Trump people rioting. Uh, it's not the Trump people acting like the brown shirts. It's really it's, it, it really appears to be uh, a radical fringe of, of, of uh, element on the other side that just what it for whatever reason can't accept the election and so so you're you're just having this just attacks uh in all over the place and 
And in, in, in the weirdest thing to me of all was the Russia thing, it, it, because it just fascinates me that the Russians somehow manipulated the election. Both sides spent billions of dollars, over a billion dollars was spent in this election. Some of the brightest mind, political minds in this country, most of them actually were working on this election, or a lot of them were. So what, what you figure is, is uh, you know, and they can't, they, they weren't sure who was going to win. I, 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 if you really studied the numbers and we listened to the show, we kept saying Donald Trump was going to win. And we kept, you know, I'd say, look, I'm looking at the polls. I'm trying to take the polls away that are, are skewed and trying to get someone that just is trying to do an honest poll. And every time I do that and every time I drill down the numbers, the numbers are saying Donald Trump is going to win. And, and, and so, so the, there, there was there's this big pushback back and forth on different things, but but what 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 concerns me is is the Russian thing. So the idea that the Russians could come up and somehow manipulate the election when no one else can, and and actually even our record in in ten pot dictatorships of influencing the elections has been remarkably poor. So how could the Russians have so shrewdly have done this? And really, the, the answer is they didn't. And everybody knows it. So what is going on here? Why the hysteria over Russia? I think it. I think it's twofold. And I think it's important. Number one, uh, actually, not number one, but number two uh, on the scale is the people that outside of the United States, the people that benefit the most from Russia being the boogeyman is China. China's come in and taken our jobs. They have a three hundred and Thirty to three hundred and fifty, sixty billion dollar trade deficit every year. They're stealing our technology. They've engaged in cyber espionage, uh, and, and moved factories on a on a scale unlike anything since the sack of Carthage, uh, over to China. And and yet they're they're getting a free pass, and everybody's attacking Russia. I haven't seen too many jobs taken by Russia, quite frankly, and and, and so. China, in a way, this is working real well to their favor. Uh, and, and the other thing, though, this, but but the one I couldn't understand was Democrats just going completely wild. And it, it kind of reached a crescendo uh, this week when when uh, uh, Attorney General Sessions came out and he he talked about uh, he he had a uh, discussion with uh, Senator um, you know what's his name the uh, comedian up in Minnesota. You know who that. Uh, Al Franken, Franken asked him, hey, look, have you been uh, a, as a Trump surrogate along these something along these lines? Have, have you d- been discussing with the Russians uh, on the election? And he goes, I have no had no meetings with the Russians in uh, regarding that, regarding what the question was. I think he answered the question pretty fully. He could have maybe I mean, did she he put a disclaimer? I had a meeting as as uh, as uh, a member of the uh, uh, one of the committees, the foreign uh, committee uh in in the Senate with the the Russian ambassador with two of my staffers present, maybe so, but he answered the question the way it was. So after he this came out that he had the meeting, immediately Chuck Schumer demands his resignation. Nancy Pelosi demands his resignation. Now look, these people know Jeff Sessions. They might not agree with his politics, but I the, I, I never got the idea that there was just a vindictive hatred for these people with Jeff Sessions. What's going on? I tell you what appears to be going on. What came out today was pretty shocking that the Trump, that the Obama administration had, has been wiretapping, uh, the, uh, the, the phone lines of, uh, of, uh, of Trump tower. Thank you. It's all. And, and, and yeah, look, I, I've had some experience dealing with, with, you know, uh, potential problems along those lines and just leave it at that. We've had to bring in people to take care of situations. And and uh, and, and and that is flat out against the law, period, bar none. And uh, there's just no other way around it. Uh, now, you can say, was it against the law to sit there and wiretap them if they thought the Russians were influencing the election? Then you could maybe say they could do it. But here's the problem. And this is what is so incredibly dangerous about this situation. The Obama administration put on wiretaps in Trump Tower 
uh, when in, in the height of a presidential election where they were the other side supporting Hillary Clinton and they used the powers of the federal government and wiretapping to find out that gave them a pipeline into what the Trump administration was thinking and what they were doing. I promise you on both sides of this equation, they weren't complete saints on everything. Absolutely. Do I believe they they were engaged with the Russians to throw the election? Absolutely. A hundred percent not. But to sit, you can collect all types of dirt on people if you're running wiretaps, particularly in a campaign right into their headquarters. And then what they did is a week or two before uh, the the inauguration, the transfer of power, uh, the the Obama administration signed a directive that released that information to 16 other agencies without being vetted. Uh, for so they got the raw data so they could review it too, and, and so a couple things. It was a very very tight race, uh, and I'm suspecting the Obama administration knew it was much tighter than they believed. They put a wiretap in there. That is un-American. The nicest thing you could say is it's un-American. If you were doing it in. in it's very possible that that stuff was being used to influence an election, which is a violation of the law. They actually tried to get a wiretap once before, and the, and the judge turned them down. They came back and tried to, and got it in there. I don't know all the details. This is a big story. This is why the Democrats have been in such a panic to create this Russia thing, because they might have – I'm suspecting there's a lot of liability involved in this thing. It's coming out that this was an incredibly uh, dirty campaign. And i tell you what. The hallmark of the United States of America is really the American people love politics. Go back to Tocqueville. Read Tocqueville. Tocqueville will say he traveled all in the early 1800s. He traveled all over the United States, very early 1800s. He would travel out into the wilderness in Kentucky. It was wilderness. And he'd say he'd get out there and these people, he'd come up on a cabin that, you know, the little it's where it was like the holiday end of the time. You just went to someone's house and they rented, rented your room for the night or gave you the room. They wanted to hear what was going on in Washington. They wanted to hear all the politics. Americans love politics. Europeans, you have to understand, this was a big thing. In Europe, if you started talking politics in Europe, you'd be in the king's dungeon real quickly. It's, so the, the fact that we have a constitution and, and, and a, a political system we do was utterly revolutionary in the world. Utterly revolutionary. So we have the system. People love politics. You know, that's why politics shows are so popular. They enjoy talking about it. But but what you come down to is 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 you have this huge battle back and forth, name calling, fighting, everything else. But in the end of the day, a winner is declared and we all move on. Typically, the, pres- the, the president that, that, that's moving out, whose term is up or lost the election, moves out of Washington, D.C. and gives the person a, another chance. Everyone tries to put it behind them, and they kind of move on and give the next person a chance. What appears to be happening here is is that doesn't appear to be happening. And that is a real concern for the constitutional order of the United States of America. And, and this is a really big deal. And and again, I, I hate to talk politics on the on the show like this. Is it's, but understand with your retirement, people aren't going to sit around and see this thing all go to hell and and, and not do anything. And it, and it could cause a substantial sell off in the markets. And this is what we want to watch very closely. Is it going to delay the Obamacare? Is it going to delay the tax cuts? Is it going to la- delay separately tax reform? Is it going to delay regulatory reform? If that's the case, then this market is way, way, way ahead of itself. And this is the concern we have. We're going to have to watch this closely and see where this goes. But the path seems to be going further and further into the woods on this situation. Okay, tell you what, we're going to be coming back and we'll be talking some more about this. We're we'll talking more about the markets. Uh, we, one of the things we do on the Max Out Savings Show is we have a newsletter we put out. We talk about stocks, bonds, investments, your retirement, common 401k mistakes, how to save money. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report. I put this report together for you to help you out. It's a free report. You're not going to get a phone call. You're not going to get anything from us except the report about once a month. Uh, so if you'd like more, uh, to get the free Max Out Savings Report or you need help with your, 401, if your uh, IRA rollover uh, coming up on retirement, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. You can set up an appointment with me or at a minimum. Sign up for that free newsletter. We'll be right back right after this quick break. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. 
but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the, Ma- <laughs> the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, 713 339 1070. The, uh, we're just talking about the importance of paying off your house uh, at retirement, around retirement, and uh, we get a lot of questions about this on the show from time to time, and it, and, and you always want to pay it off. Uh, I, re- I remember one time, uh, one of my favorite calls was a lady called up, and, uh, the, and she wanted some help with the retirement, and she completely botched the retirement. She she had about, I want to say, $130,000 uh, that she got from her retirement, and she took the money out. She cashed out her 401k plan, paid the taxes on it, which you never do. You always roll it over. When you get your retirement, your 401k plan or 403b, your different type of plans, you, you take the money and you roll it over into an IRA. That's what we generally suggest. Sometimes people go with an annuity. But uh, no, she took the money, took it out, got a check in her name, Paid the taxes. And remember, when you take out a big chunk of money, you go into a higher bracket. So she paid all the taxes on it. She didn't have much money. She had like 120000 And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, how can I nicely say to this lady, uh, you've completely screwed your retirement up? Well, then she goes on to explain that she has her house paid off. And uh, it sounded like it was a real expensive house. And and her and her husband were living off of their social security and were able to 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 make it with because the house was paid off they had virtually no expenses and then they just had their little their social security and they managed to live off of it and they were they were uh and so they, they were just going to put this money aside and not do anything and i was amazed because they had and it's, it's not that these people were, were were really actually pretty poor uh and and the but I don't. I, from the way she talked, I don't think the house was worth fifty thousand dollars. But she managed to pull off a retirement that she could live with on that, and that that is why one of the reasons was she had that house paid off. If she would have been living in an apartment with her social security, eventually she wouldn't have been able to afford it. But she was able to do it, and that and you can too. And and this is why we we talk a lot about these things. You want to lock in the expenses for retirement. The. Uh, where to go now? Another fun week on Wall Street. The uh, 
I talked a little earlier in the show about the, the, the it, how it's remarkable things are changing. Donald Trump has come in. Uh, the, the the country was shocked by uh, shocked by uh, the election of Donald Trump. It, on this show, we really said we thought he could win. We were really going for Donald Trump. We thought we'd be good for the country. I continue to believe that. We we predicted a win for Donald Trump because I looked at – I kept reviewing the polls and we dug down to the polls that we thought were the least unbiased, the most unbiased, the least biased. And and it really – it kept – you could see that trend and, and no one else believed it and – uh, I mean, I, I was up with uh, you know some political leaders uh, election eve night, and I I, I think at seven thirty at night they 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 didn't think they were going to win, and but we we did, and it, it, and Donald Trump is fundamentally realtering things and, and working for the people, and really making a huge deal of the importance of the manufacturing base in the United States. Uh, you know, the Democrats, I mean, I, I, a number, I've heard a number of times they have said those manufacturing jobs are gone. They're not coming back. Donald Trump said, why aren't they? And then he, re, he reordered the country. He said, look, we should run the country for the working people in the, in the middle class in the country. And, and, and we shouldn't be trading away American jobs for access to foreign countries. Uh, by, by our corporations. He called in the CEOs of the top major companies in the United States and explained that to them. He said, I want you to create jobs. Now, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to give you lower taxes and deregulation, but we want the jobs in this country. Uh, it's a huge reordering. Now, uh, the, 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 the other side really said it, 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 it when they said those jobs are gone, what they meant is, look, robotics and stuff, it's not going to ever happen. Well, what they didn't understand was in the future, 20 years in the future, we're going to have things, robotic factories churning things out. Well, not a lot of workers, but the question is, are the robots, are, the, are they going to be made in the United States? Are the factories going to be in the United States? Are, are all the, the supplies, the ancillary support, which makes money and creates jobs, are going to be here? Or are we going to seed those around the world? And wait a minute. If we have robotic factories where we no longer need workers, supposedly our workers were so expensive that we had to job source overseas. Well, if that's no longer the case and we have a robot, why can't the jobs come back here? And Donald Trump recognized that. And so he's putting in – this is big changes. He's talking about – our tax rates I think are the second highest of any reasonably developing or developed country in the world. Second highest. He's cutting those corporate taxes. He's, there's $2 trillion worth of money overseas that won't come back because of the high taxes. He's going to try to get that money back. He's deregulating the United States. These are big changes. I don't know what's going to happen with Obamacare. I mean, I, you know, I, honestly, I think the better way to do it is – uh, if it was me, I might just come up with my own health care plan for people where we have simple stuff done here. You know, we check your, your temperature and everything prescribed for – if you get really sick, I, you, we, we fly you down to some other country and get the, get the, uh, get the health care done at, at a third or a quarter of the cost. And then if you need medication, we have it, we, we have it air expressed in from Mexico, Canada, Europe, or Asia, where evidently we can get the same medication at one-tenth of the cost. And instead of my plan, which is $1,500 a month, I'm going to be able to sell it to you for maybe 700 or 600 I think people will buy that. Point being is healthcare costs are out of control. So we're reordering the country. These are big changes. Things are happening. Uh, you know, Listen to the press. Nothing's happening, and the, and the Russians are running the United States of America. It's just uh, uh, I saw a thing today where the Russians actually at one of their embassies said, you know, uh, for for help, uh, for help hacking your uh, using Russian hackers, press number one for for help uh, manipulating elections, press number two for help taking out your political opponent, press number three is a joke. I mean, it's just uh, the hysteria about Russia is remarkable. But but going back to to. Underneath all the the fluff and the smoke for, from the Democrats and the mainstream media, things are changing big time, okay? The reason for this little talk here is I want to talk about the stock market and the investment market with your 401k, your retirement. Uh, 
first quarter came up. It was about 4% return, which is reasonably good. But something strange happened. Uh, all sector did really pretty badly. I mean, it was down, uh, last time I looked, it was down 7%. Energy across the board, it was pretty bad for that. But something interesting when you looked at the numbers for the market, the average absolute percentage change uh, for each day in the, for the quarter for the Dow was 0.32%. 0.32% was the average absolute change in the market for the quarter, which means it wasn't up much, a third of 1%. Okay, that is the lowest absolute average since 1965. Okay, that, what is that? 40, 30, 40 years? Yeah. 50 years. 50, close to 50 years. 50 years. The lowest average return in 50 years for the quarter. For the S&P 500, it goes back to the thir- to 1967. And by the way, interesting thing about the S&P 500 versus the Dow, the S&P 500 until 1957 didn't have 500 stocks in it. And so they don't, the records don't go quite far as back. But, but the, some of the lowest returns in 50 years on an absolute basis, on a daily basis, <clears throat> it's had the S&P 500 has had 15 days where the market was virtually unchanged or one-tenth of a percent move. The highest number of days the index was since the fourth quarter of 2014. There's not been this many days when the S&P 500 was virtually unchanged in the first quarter since 1995, again, twenty over 20 years ago. So the market is barely moving. Uh, the VIX is the lowest since 2006 and 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 the VIX, and also the second lowest in the history of the VIX the VIX is simply a volatility index and this is what i meant when i said we're seeing rapid changes around the world big thing happening in china the europeans are 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 break are pulling out of the euro with brexit uh we got the french elections the euro the European Union could break up this year. That's a, a massive change. Mass. Donald Trump is changing the world, changing the United States, reordering the United States. All this is happening, and yet the volatility in the movement in the market is freezing. In the in the stock market is suddenly moving in slow motion. It's like watching paint dry. So that's real unusual for to see all those types of things happen. Remember Obamacare. The, the, the repeal of Obamacare blew up. That was a shock to pretty much everybody. Typically, when you see something like that happen, the markets go crazy. Then Again, everything is freezing up. The market is freezing up slowly. Now, that's not a good sign. That means something is happening in there. And, and, and I think it's it's a battle. Uh, the, the hallmarks of, of, of the markets of today, unlike the past, is it's dominated by stock buyback programs because corporations, the primary driver for corporate America is buying back stock to reduce share count to increase earnings per share. And also the I would the majority of the trading on the, on, on, on Wall Street is now done by computers. And so these computers are moving around. And what I'm suspecting, if volatility goes outside a certain band, they pull away the, some of the trading, and then all of a sudden it, it dries up and it restabilizes. But this is telling you there's a potential problem out there. This market is one of these days going to face reality. Either the world is not changing under Donald Trump, Brexit, uh, EU, and everything else, or the stock market's about to have a big change. We think the stock market is going to have some type of big change, and that's that that's really what what we're dealing with but i i mean when you have the second lowest vix in history and vix is something it's called a vix it's a volatility index that when markets go up big or down big your vix will typically rise up and then when it's not moving much it'll go down again very low volatility very interesting market in this market what what you i what appears to what what was working what our strategy is we're trying to get into trends bigger trends and, and and take advantage of the trends it's increasingly harder to trade around the market there's too much there's too much computerization going on there's too much computerized trading 
there's there's a lack of liquidity uh you, you're getting just incredible you're getting markets that virtually aren't moving we're seeing some of the lowest moves in the, in the Dow Jones on a daily basis in 50 years <clears throat> that's not good for that and, and so what you've got to do is back off reduce your risk this is sort of our strategy reduce the risk try to pick up some trends infrastructure is Donald Trump going to put in more infrastructure yeah, do we need more infrastructure improvements in the United States? Yeah, it's pretty bad out there. Uh, I think Texas does a good job, but a lot of places don't. Uh, are we going to see more spending on infrastructure? Most likely. Do, do the Democrats want it? Yeah. Do the Republicans want it? Kind of, yeah. Does Donald Trump want it? Yeah. Do the American people want it? Yeah. There's really not a lot of <laughs> – some of the conservatives don't want to spend the money on infrastructure. But the one one thing about infrastructure is – if you build it, at least you have something. <laughs> We've uh, under Barack Obama, we ran up trillions of dollars. We doubled our national debt, doubled it, and we have nothing to show for it. In the 1930s, the closest analogy for the last eight years has been the 1930s. If you look at it, if you look at the research, if you look at the, the markets, if you look at the interest rates, if you look at the economy, if you look at the growth rate for the economy, the the closest thing has been the 1930s. Go to any drive around Texas and you'll come through one courthouse after another built in the 1930s. Drive on roads, you'll find interstates or the interstates are more from the 50s, but after with the war effort. Uh, but you'll find lots of roads, lots of bridges were put in the 30s, lots of dams, Hoover Dam, places like that. They put a lot of money. So in the end, you go, well, we ran up the deficits. We spent way too much money. But at least you go, hey, we have this courthouse. We have this library. We have this bridge. We've got this dam. We've really built the United States up. And we basically wasted the money on a bunch of of just boondoggles and giving it away to people, cash for clunkers and everything else. If <clears throat> A government should invest in the future. It should invest in, its, in people's future. It shouldn't be engaged in taking care of of everybody in the United States. That's not its responsibility. Its responsibility is to protect the American people, to put in a, a set of laws in, that we all can agree on in, in a framework that business can be conducted and people can live their lives and then do, and engage in things that they can't. So we're likely to see more infrastructure come in and we're likely to see spending. So that's a trend. <clears throat> Financials. We, we did real well last year with the financials. Why is that? We look a couple things. Higher interest rates, it's kind of counterintuitive, are good for financials, banks, and things like that. They can make more money. Uh, they can they can charge more for the money. That, and interestingly, somewhere between fifty and a hundred billion dollars was was spent by the banks on charge offs, settlements, legal expenses. Uh, uh, fines from the government that over the last over the last 20 uh over the last 8 years well with Barack Obama out of the way even with Hillary Clinton she wasn't going to be beating up on the banks all the time fining the heck out of them using them as her personal piggy bank i mean and Donald Trump is even more friendly to the banks so we figured hey the banks are going to be the place to be and so that's up now that's had kind of a run I don't believe the environmental deal is dead. We put we may put some. In, uh, I think that's a longer term trend. We put some investments in that last couple of weeks. Uh, other trends: tremendous uncertainty. Is the euro going to hold up? Is it going to break up? Is Le Pen going to win the election in France? Are the are the, are the Italians going to pull out of the euro? If if uh, was this Bill Pepe or whatever his name is, I, it's Italian. Uh, if he pulls out, uh, will the euro break up? Will Brexit cause the pound to collapse? Will the the biggest debt bubble in the history of the world is in China? China's taken on more credit since the the tech bubble than the United States and and, and German banking system combined. That could blow up. That one of these currencies, the Chinese yuan, the Japanese yen, or the euro for breakup could collapse. That's good for gold and precious metals. That's another trend. What you want to do is. If you're a saver, you th- what you have is time on your side. All the computer power in the world can't outwit time in compounding. And that's and so what my point is you want to kind of have some of these things in place. And then you want to have 
you have to understand the tremendous risk of what we talked about. So we have a market slowing down that's very expensive, very risky, and you've got to be cautious. And we write about this stuff in our Max Out Savings report. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I'm going to get another report out in the next two weeks. We just put out common 401k mistakes detailing some more of this type of stuff. Because like I said, right now, we're seeing a rapidly changing world. Never mind technology, the internet, Amazon, all of these things, the, the, uh, the, the retail apocalypse, rapidly changing world, and we have a stock market that's suddenly freezing down in slow motion. Something's about to change, my friends. Now, tell you what, you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground. And money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. And that's what Dominic did. Hello, Dominic. Dominic, you there? There he is. Dominic? Uh, okay. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah. He had a question for us. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to your, your comments about the uh, a lady who had... Uh, retired and she took her money out of her 401k and that kind of thing. Yeah, and my question is, I, I kind of want your advice on this. My, I have an 86-year-old mother-in-law, and her house is paid for. She's a widow, and her house has been paid for for many, many years. And it's just getting to a point. It's an older home. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's going to have requ- it's required maintenance and that kind of thing. Well, our idea is to have her move out of there and move into one of these 55 and older uh, senior places just because of the, you know, less maintenance and that kind of thing. And she's basically living on Social Security. She's got, you know, uh, like $10,000 in savings and that kind of thing. She, she, she was a, she's a retired uh, teacher and that kind of thing. So she's getting some Social Security and some teacher retirement. That's basically what she's living on. So do you think that's a good move for her to, to leave the house that's, you know, the house is probably worth about $110,000. Uh, my wife's a realtor, so she can sell it. Pretty easily, I believe, uh, and, and the neighborhood, the houses go pretty quickly. So, you'll get about one hundred ten thousand dollars for that. Oops, Dom- Dominic, we lost you. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to answer the question. We somehow dro- dropped off. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Dominic, his okay, his mother-in-law is about eighty-six years old. <laughs> A couple thoughts. The 
typically older people don't like to leave the house unless she really wants to move into the older community. They they usually prefer to be on their own and they end uh and staying in the house. So you have to kind of understand that and it's going to be disruptive uh the I actually was talking to um you know one of client actually potential client came in and uh just actually a week or so back and, and uh the, the the comment they made was was I think their mom is is they're they're in the home and they're asking they put him in the home she always wants to go back to the house and this is something we hear a lot so there's a risk there with it if the house needs some work you can maybe help her get some work done fix the house up uh, a little bit and just keep her in there it's probably cheaper for her to stay in the house at least initially than it is to get into the home. If she wants to move into the 55 and above and she'd like to do something like that, uh, then then I would maybe do it. But but uh, the one thing you have to understand is at that age, they don't like – people tend not to like to move. They tend to be very static. And what we find is you're better off holding off as long as possible to, until you have to make that move because it's very disruptive in, in their lives. Uh, but it sounds like she's living pretty frugally and seems to be able to kind of handle the expenses for now. And if she can handle living there by herself, I would continue unless she wants to make the move or you feel, she, you know, she's going to be comfortable with it. Yeah, good good question, though. Uh, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. The uh, And by the way, that's an example of what we said, talked about uh Okay, she has her house paid off at 86. So a couple things can happen. She can sell the house. She has the 110,000 to sort of pay for a move and do something. If she'd be renting, she might not have that opportunity. And, and so again, that's this is a great example of the importance of paying off the house as you get near retirement. Something interesting happened. Uh we just lost 713-339-1070. You have a little trouble uh uh Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. If you got a question or comment, we're on the last segment of the show. Uh, I tell you what, we had a couple things happen this week that that was kind of behind the scenes. You might not have noticed. Uh, I can see why most people wouldn't. But uh, a couple of the Fed governors made some comments. Uh, Eric uh, Rose, uh, Rosengren of the uh, Boston Fed in an in a interview made some, that some asset. Markets are a little rich with he emphasized commercial real estate valuations and and he said stock market values aren't driving force in monetary policy, but he's also making it clear the the, the that, that rich asset prices are another reason for the central bank to tighten faster and he said you could see four rate increases, which is a surprise and then uh John Williams also made uh, san francisco president made it some comments about maybe a little frothy in a way on stock market valuations and come down. And, and, and again, this is something uh, the that uh, that uh, he, he and he also said the the market kind of is ahead of reality. Markets perceptions of what's going to happen are ahead of reality. I think the Fed is a little concerned about asset valuations uh, based on income. In uh, for people in this country, and and one of the things they're looking at is is people's income. Can they afford this? And this gets into this wealthy versus the the poor. And if you push asset prices up too much, then the middle class can't afford to get into a house, can't afford to get into things at reasonable prices. And and you have to understand. We've talked about a lot this in a lot of show. In June of last year, we had the lowest interest rates in five thousand year history. 5000 which means it, 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 interest rates are very low, which asset prices have been pushed up. And the Fed is really had emergency interest rate measures on the table at zero interest rates a couple of years back for the Fed funds. And now they're really trying to normalize, and they're worried that the markets, the, the asset prices have gotten ahead of themselves, and it could cause another bubble that could blow up on them. So they're watching this closely. If the stock market sells down, they're not going to rush in. Neil Kashkarian made some comments, Minneapolis Fed governor, that, hey, look, if the market starts going down, don't expect us to come rushing in and save it. Because these guys kind of view that as somewhat of a positive because they're under a lot of heat for having interest rates so low and in and, and having very high asset prices, very high home prices, uh, commercial real estate prices, which means rents are going up. Uh, 
which means people are having trouble affording houses. This is a global phenomenon. We talked about this in show. You realize in, in Australia, uh, they, they're enacting some rules in Hong Kong, too. If you're a foreigner, you have to buy a new house. They don't want them buying used houses because they push the markets up. This is happening in Seattle. Chinese Asians are pouring, particularly out of China. Asian, Chinese are. They're rushing to buy a, a home overseas because they're worried about what's going to happen in their country. Well, they're buying up all the homes. They're buying a lot of the homes in San Francisco, Seattle, Vancouver. They've had to put special taxes in Vancouver. They're, they're buying in Houston, Texas, pushing up asset prices. So it, 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 we live in interesting times. But the Fed is trying to slow things down. The, that's kind of a warning sign. When the Federal Reserve governors start talking like that, they raised interest rates a couple weeks ago in the market viewed it as dovish, it, which was – now they're nervous about that. They, they really want to get something going here. They kind of – you know, they keep thinking if they do something, rates will, the market will fall down, they'll be, but it keeps going up. And, and, and if Trump puts in the infrastructure program or really things start catching fire later this year in 2018, which is more likely the time frame, then they're going to be behind the curve. Something to want to watch. Again, all of this stuff is kind of adding up. You get a market – that's gone up, that, that's flattening out, volatility is drying up, it's not moving much. You have, you have the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. They raised it a couple weeks ago on short-term rates. You have the Federal Reserve talking they're going to raise up rates more. You, you, have, uh, you have, look, a failure of Obamacare can't be viewed as positive. I mean, as much, I, I, don't, I, mean, I think it was a real disappointment for everybody because they're like, golly, can't we, we have the House, the Senate, the presidency, why can't we get something done? And it's a particularly galling to the American people when the Republicans push through one program after another to to uh, eliminate Obamacare. And, and, and when in Obama they knew wasn't going to sign it, they didn't have any problem then. And then all of a sudden they got a president that will sign what they want and they can't get anything through. And so I think they're kind of going back to the drawing board. But if but we have to understand a couple things when we write this about our max out saving port. We've got the debt ceiling coming up in uh, April, May time frame. Uh, that's gonna, you could see a potential government shutdown. They're going to delay it probably a number of months till we because they can find ways to extend our cash levels in the government. That's coming up. We've got the, the Le Pen election coming up, which is the French presidential election. If Le Pen wins, she's like, hey, we're getting out of the euro. We're fed up with this being told what to do by a bunch of bureaucrats in Brussels. And there's a lot of people, and we're tired of immigrants over there. Kind of uh, the same thing the Brits did, the same thing the Americans did with the Donald Trump election. It could happen in France. And and that that's coming up here shortly. Uh, the first election is here in three weeks on April 23rd. And then it's going to be a runoff. Le Pen will probably be in a runoff. And then May 7th will be kind of the drop dead date there uh we we've got we're, they're not talking june for the tax bill uh and then probably to get something going there so we're, we're dealing with april and may where not much is going to happen you got a very expensive stock market you got the fed raising rates you got the market freezing up now you want to be a little cautious you want to kind of you know i we'll, we'll wait and see what's going to happen but but i, I think this is something that we want to continue to watch tremendous one one of the least volatile quarters in the history in the last 50 years in the United States of America with all these changes coming up. So we'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, if you're not on our Max Out Savings Report list, go to our website and sign up for the free report. Uh, we just talked about our common 401k mistakes. One of the ones that I listed on there, we, we talked about on the Sam Malone show this week was uh, – not having too much stock in your company, uh, company stock in your plan. We we suggest no more than twenty percent, and that's higher than a lot of people. A lot of people say fifteen percent. Uh, we figure, hey, if you're spending your life working for the company, maybe you want to have a little bit bigger interest. But we've been through a lot. I, I've been in this business over twenty five years. I remember the failure. Well, I, I remember the failure of annuities. I mean, people think those are rock solid. I remember executive life failing. I mean, we, we'd had clients come to us that people had sold them those annuities. It was a disaster for them. They were wiped out. I remember when uh, Enron failed. Uh, people thought that was a rock solid company and it had all their money. We we talked. We have a number of clients that work for Enron that lost everything. Uh, Bear Stearns. The employees owned 30% of Bear Stearns. It had been around for 60, 70 years, a great company, and they were wiped out. You never know what the future is going to hold. And so 
You want to have a big position in something, but you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. And the easiest one is is is, is in the company basket because you feel like you kind of know the company. And oftentimes, if you're too close to a situation, if there's real trouble coming, sometimes people just don't see it. And, and a lot of people in Enron really I, – I, we didn't run across a lot of people that said, yeah, I, I saw this coming when the stock was at 50 and sold out. And, you know, They maybe sold out at $6 and were close to being wiped out. And one thing with that, understand, this also means – the industry, the same industry. Okay, uh, we had a lot. Of, we'd have people come back in two thousand, two thousand one that that were that had I can't tell you how much hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of lucent stock and got wiped out and it was worth twenty thousand bucks. Or they had a bunch of tech stocks. They were in the tech industry and and had all types of things there. Well, the same thing applies to the oil industry. So if you're in if you're in Exxon, Chevron, uh, Marathon, and Pioneer. You're basically all in one company for all practical purposes. So, so that also includes the same industry. You know, be careful with the same industry because when they all go down, every single oil company went down. <laughs> it was very, I can't really even think of an exception when it went from a hundred to twenty six dollars. So, manager thing, we got a lot of good com, uh, good things in there. Take advantage of the free money the company match. It's in our free report. Max out uh, common four hundred one k mistakes. We sent it out. And by the way, if you didn't get your report on Friday, let us know. We'll make sure you're put on the list or check your spam file. Go to the website maxoutsavings.com. It's max com. If you need help, you're retiring from your, from the company or changing jobs or have an old 401k plan and need help managing, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. If you need help, you can go to the website, sign up for a free appointment with me. I'd like to help you out. I'll sit down with you and, and, and we'll take a look at how you're set for retirement. So go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Dot com. That's Max Out Savings with an S. And remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. So hope everyone has a great weekend. we got a lot of stuff happening. Uh, we're going to have another Max Out Savings report coming out here within a week or two, talking more about this, laying out the case here. Uh, but remember, the t- the theme of the show this week was pay off your house by the time you're 65 or close to it. That should be a goal for everyone. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.